0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 44 of the Official Gears podcast, where we're talking about everything from mouse ears to butter beers, and for this series, Vacations to Anywhere. And uh, I'm Alan, and as always, I'm joined by my buddy, Brian, and we are the guys of Ears of Experience, or the Gears. And as your mouse experts, we're here to answer all your uh, Disney Universal destination questions and questions about other vacation destinations as well, and help you get prepared for your next vacation. So... Uh, if you missed it, in our last episode, we actually talked, uh, we started our Travel is in the Air series, and uh, we were talking about a trip to Alani. We had a lot of great information there um, with our friend Becky, joined us again. Uh, and in this episode, we're going to keep going with that travels in the Air series, and we're going to talk a little more about local places. Um, we're going to talk about the cities we live in. So uh, how's it going today, Brian? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Staying busy. That's always yeah. a good thing.
1: Yeah, I can tell travel is definitely in the air because I've been getting a whole (laughs) lot of travel requests Um, and not just to Disney. I've gotten some to, uh, where do I get the last one? Um, It was to Orlando, but it was just the JW Marriott. Um, And then I got one for Mexico. I got another one for Antigua uh, for somebody that wants to, I guess his daughter and ex-wife live in London. He lives here. So we like, we need somewhere we can go where both of us can travel um so i tried hooking them up with that one um but yeah it's been it's been pretty busy lately so travel is definitely in the air i know i know you're getting kind of yeah. busy too yeah and
0: i've got a couple more uh disney things coming up so people asking about disney oh, unfortunately we're going to talk about this a little bit later i've got some people asking about some last minute travel to disney and
1: yeah
0: that's getting pretty tight which we're going to talk about in the news uh um, yeah But I've got some people that are starting to ask about cruises because there's a lot of information about cruises coming back up and, you know, cruise lines going back into service. But um, at the moment, none of them are going back into service from the U.S. So no U.S. ports or Canada ports yet. Um,
1: Yeah, it's funny. Um, We talk about cruises and we talk, you know, we we talk all day long about this, that or whatever. And then it's like nobody I don't want to say don't they don't take it seriously or whatever, but. It's like once it hits the news and all the forums start putting yeah, it out, yeah. then they're starting to like question us and like, you know, Hey, what about this? What about this? I'm like, well, you know, yeah, we talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> you guys yeah. can come to us before you see it on the news. You can actually
0: take a cruise, um, you know, starting in June, if you would like to take a cruise, but you have to fly out of the country to get on the ship. <laughs> so you have to go down to uh, NASA on the Bahamas or to the U S Virgin islands or um, possibly to Europe. So
1: um, yeah so the problem that- with, with the problem with that though is a lot of people have let their passports re- you know expire um during this whole exactly. thing and then, now they don't have time to get a passport for june or whatever so yeah uh, i actually
0: just looked at mine and i thought mine expired in october of this year and it expired in october of last year so as you say
1: mine i think was two years ago um <laughs> I thought i had a year i lost it, it i didn't was plan- i wasn't planning on using it so i <laughs> just like whatever yeah. uh well i have had a couple
0: people so like um i'll tell you my mom was just here again recently she just went out to california um and uh she she's seeing this about the cruises coming back and i said uh yep but currently uh, everybody's saying you must be fully vaccinated to get on one of these ships as well and um she's at the moment not interested in getting a vaccine
1: so i I don't see norwegian is fighting that so we'll see yeah. But at the moment the ships are saying fully vaccinated
0: before you can get on the ships yeah. If you're 18 or older. So lots, lots of good things. I mean, there's, you know, times are changing, things are still coming up. So we'll see what yeah. happens as it gets here. But um, yeah, definitely people are looking to um, get out of their house and take some time away. Uh, and we're happy to help you guys with that. So let us know where you yeah. want to go. We can have yeah, some uh, great ideas.
1: You, you just mentioned getting out of the house and Let's just lead right into it. So um, we were going to talk about um, Hilton Head Island uh, today, but we decided to kind of put that on a little, you know, back burner. We, uh, we want to do a little bit more research on that. Things changing uh, with COVID. We want to be more prepared for, with what's going on because we can book that one right now and it is, you know, is open. So um, we decided we're going to talk about our hometowns. We're going to show some love to Chicago and Nashville and you know, said, you know, getting outside, let's just start in Chicago. Get out of your house. What is there to do in Chicago? Like, I, I know, I know, really, other than the Chicago Cubs, Chicago White Sox, and the, the Bears and the Bulls. I don't know a whole lot of Chicago except it's the second city and that's just because Megatron and the other Decepticons decided to destroy it. <laughs> well, know. yeah,
0: there's there's a lot of great things in Chicago. So um, a lot of filming has been done here. So um, there actually is a bit of a, um, a film tour you can do uh, when, when the tours are all back um, that takes you to some of the places that filming and stuff has been done. Uh, a lot of the main intersections in downtown Chicago once you are here... You'll see, oh, this was in this movie and this movie and that movie. There's a lot of things that were done here. Um, but there's a lot of great historic sites in Chicago. I mean, Chicago is a pretty old city. Um, you know, we, we've got dates way back to the mob days and things like that.
1: Um, but there's, the a, really... there's a mob tour, isn't there? Like, couldn't can't you go there... and see a lot of the hideouts or the banks that were robbed or something with the mob? The, yep. There's a
0: couple of mob tours. There's a couple of. Um, One of the tours will actually take you by one of the churches where a massacre happened and point out some of the bullet holes that are still in the limestone building. So depending on how dark you want to get with the tours, there's a lot of really cool tours you can do to Chicago. um, And I'll talk about that in a little bit too. Um, But there's a lot of historic sites. You know, Chicago is a pretty old city. Um, One of the cool things is we do have the Chicago Water Tower. Um, The Chicago Water Tower was actually built in 1869 and it survived the Great Chicago Fire. Of 1871, uh, it's a pretty cool building right in the middle of downtown. Um, it's about 135 foot tall, and um, it is made out of uh, lim- limestone, so it's kind of this white castle-looking tower building, um, and, and it's pretty cool. There's a pumping station next, kind of across the street, um, that was part of the old water tower, and um, you know it, it survived the the big great fire of Chicago, so. They say there's still some areas where you can see some of the ash and things on the building and um, there's some cool tours that go on around there, Um, but that's kind of neat. Also, um, we have the Pullman Historic District. Now, the Pullman Historic District um, is pretty cool. So uh, if you remember the old train cars, the Pullman cars that were out there, those were like the uh, sleeping cars and the cool cars that would go cross country. Um, George Pullman, who was the founder of all the Pullman car cars, that or it was actually called the Pullman's Palace Car Company, created these big touring train cars, and so what he actually did is he developed kind of um, uh, kind of a planned community here in Chicago, and uh, it was nineteenth century. It was actually started back um, in eighteen ninety six. It was declared um, world's most perfect town, and uh, it's pretty cool. There's it was like early city development planning, so um, they were fully featured residences, a school, a hotel, a bank, a church, um, and the homes and everything had ahead of their time conveniences like indoor plumbing back in the late 1800s. So uh, it was really cool. The idea was to attract more skilled workers and increase productivity and avoid strikes and ensuring better health and a nice environment for his employees. Um, So each of the houses there actually had gas and water um, and access to sanitary facilities with lots of sunlight and fresh air. Um, so you can actually go and tour this historic district. Uh, they have guided tours, of the remaining structures and things like that. Um, I, I, love trains and I think that was pretty cool. And some of these buildings are beautiful. Some of them look like big train stations, <laughs> obviously they're kind of cool. Um, so if you're interested in that, that's a pretty neat option. Uh, another thing is really cool here is that, uh, Frank Lloyd Wright, if you are an architecture, um, buff, Frank Lloyd Wright, uh, spent a lot of his young years here um, early parts of his career. And so we actually have the Robbie house here in Chicago. Um, Robbie house, uh, was one of the first homes he built in that, um, giant planes style that he did. It's very linear. Um, lots of earthy tones and balconies. Uh, it kind of looks like falling water if you're familiar with that, but it's, it's not over water. It's kind of in Chicago. Uh, and there's actually tours and things you can do. Um, you know, it was built back in 1910 and it's been going through uh, a nice restoration. So that's one of the cool things you can do. Um, But that whole area of Oak Park in Chicago, uh, there are about 20 to 25 different Frank Lloyd Wright buildings and a walking tour. So you can walk around and look at some of them, a lot of the different types of styles and things that Frank Lloyd Wright did. And many of these are personal um, homes now, so you can't walk up and see them, but um, you can walk by and there's plaques outside that will tell you about the homes and things. So that's pretty cool too. And then of course, like you mentioned, um, I mean, there's so many historic things in Chicago. Um, there, there, one of the big ones though is Wrigley Field. So Wrigley Field is there. Um, it actually first opened in 1914 as Weeman Park or Weigman Park, however you want to say that, it was home of the whales. Um, and, and it still has one of the largest uh, manually operated scoreboards. So that's kind of cool. Um, Wrigley's been going through a huge renovation the last few years as well. Um, so it's been great to see that. Um, but it, it's a pretty cool place. I've I've actually been to a game and I've actually been to a concert at Wrigley. Um, it, it's a pretty big place and it's right in kind of uptown. It's pretty neat. And you said you've been into Wrigley, Wrigley right? Field.
1: Yeah, I love Wrigley Field. We went up to, we did a, a baseball tour um, well, a sports store. I guess we went to Ohio State, then we went to Cleveland to watch a baseball game. Then We went to Notre Dame and walked around, uh, and then we made our way to Chicago to watch a game at Wrigley Field. And we had some of the worst seats possible, but they were still good seats. Uh, it was a night game, which is kind of rare. Um, it was it was great, and the whole atmosphere just around Wrigley. So they call it Wrigleyville, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just so cool to be down there and just feel. The atmosphere and the energy of everybody because even though they stunk for so long everybody loved their cubbies <laughs> and it's so right. it, it's so f- refreshing to see that so um yeah it was pretty cool
0: yeah so we have some um pretty big sports teams in chicago too like chicago yeah. celebrates <laughs> with their sports teams they're they're pretty big so uh we have wrigley field where the cubs play uh mm-hmm. we have soldier field Uh, which depending on which side you look at one side, it's kind of um, it kind of looks like a a big columned building out of DC that looks like a spaceship landed on it. It's kind of an interesting building, (laughs) Um, but that's where the bears play. Um, We also have uh, a little farther south of the city is guaranteed right field. I'm assuming this is because it's an insurance company, I believe probably. Yeah. I don't know who does it, but that's where the White Sox play. So we have um, Soldier Field, Wrigley Field, Guaranteed Rate Field. And then we also have the United Center where we have the Bulls and the Blackhawks play. So pretty big sports town in Chicago. Lots going on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, even even if you're a Cub or a White Sox fan and you don't like the others, there's a lot of great sportsmanship in this town. People support each other and, and support the teams. Hugely support the teams.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's, uh, as a sports fan, I want to say, like, Chicago, a lot of their teams have been around for a very long time. Um, You've had the whole White Sox, Black Sox controversy um, way back in the day, but everybody knows who the Cubs are. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, they've got some iconic figures in Chicago when it comes to sports with Michael Jordan, um, Walter Payton, Uh, and then, you know, the Cubs, if you say Cubs, um, people just know that symbol. Um, and I mean, so if you're a sports fan, Chicago is a definite place to go and check out and just, you know, get a ballpark tour, check in some, you know, check some games out, but, uh, you don't find that rich a history in a lot of other towns, maybe New York. Um, but outside of that, I really can't think of another (laughs) town that has that deep uh, history. So um, it's funny you
0: brought up New York. So this is probably not the most appropriate thing, but it's funny. So um, Mark drives Uber and Lyft full-time and I did part-time for a while. Um, And people come to Chicago and they tell you, oh, it's my first time in Chicago. This is really great. We really enjoyed it. And you're like, so what do you like about it? And they're like, well, we weren't sure, you know, what Chicago is going to be like, but it's a lot like New York, but it's cleaner and it doesn't smell like pee. Like, (laughs) Yep, we should probably put that on our license plates. A lot like New York, but cleaner doesn't, doesn't smell, smell like, like pee. pee. Yeah, like, all right. <laughs> so yeah, that, you'd be amazed how many times we've heard people actually say that un, unsolicited. Like, yeah, it's just, it's cleaner and it doesn't smell like pee. Hmm. I agree.
1: I mean, I've never been in New York, but I I, I didn't feel like it was <laughs> dirty. Like, no, it's a pretty clean other than, city for the most part. Yeah, there was one stretch where we got off the L train. Is it the L train? Yeah. Takes you to Wrigley. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, we got off that. We were a little, little, little nervous, um, but other than that, <laughs> we, we had no problem walking around. Well, oh, I, I don't know, someplace Wrigley, south it's, of the, uh, the station
0: is like right next to the stadium. It so. was going
1: back to our hotel. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, it's been somewhere. Yeah, far I didn't know anybody that lived yet. in Chicago at that time, so I didn't have any connections.
0: Yeah, so. too, <laughs> you get too far south of the city, and you get closer to um, Indiana and. It's not the best neighborhoods in Chicago. Yeah. Not, not where you'd want to hang out for very long, typically. Yeah. It's, it's just, it, it's blighted. It's really bad. It, it's, yeah. It's but, too bad.
1: Yeah. But other than the sports things, there's still a lot of other stuff to do in Chicago, right? There are so many things to do in Chicago. It's crazy. So, um,
0: obviously, shopping, you know, people come to Chicago and they want to shop. And so we have the Miracle Mile, that's what they call it. And it's uh, a mile shopping district. Um, through downtown Chicago and um, all the big people are there. So like, this is where you can go and find, you know, your Tiffany's, your Disney store, your uh, Michael Kors. Um, I don't know. I'm not a fashion guy, but pretty much if you can name it, they're probably there. (laughs) Um, We've driven up and down the street and you see them all out there. Um, I know they got really excited when uh, H&M, you know, got to put a place in, it's a two-story place down there. And like all the biggies are down there. I know that all the big jewelers are down there. Um, all the big like bag places are down there. If you're a you know, coach is down there, all those guys, um, uh, they used to have the American girl dolls and things in there that were kind of expensive. Um, if you, if you want to go shopping in Chicago, the miracle mile is the place to go and hang out. And, uh, You're right in the middle of downtown. You get to see all these great buildings and things that are down there, too. So it's kind of cool. So there's lots of great historic sites, um, you know, all the great sports teams and shopping. Um, And some of the other really popular, like touristy kind of destinations or things you'd want to do. Chicago's a lot of got (laughs) Chicago has a lot of great museums. Um, One of my favorite is the Museum of Science and Industry. So It's a museum, but it's kind of an interactive museum. Um, You go inside, they actually have this giant room that is um, a model train set and it kind of covers from New York to Seattle. Um, So you've got like the space needle on the coast and ocean and giant um, vessel ships with the containers on one side. And you've got like the New York city kind of on the other side, Um, elevated trains and everything running around. That's pretty neat. Uh, They actually have one of the captured U-boats from the war. So one of the U-boats has actually been captured and it's been um, put in place and they built a building around it. And they actually do tours through the inside of this U-boat. So you can go in and see um, how tiny these U-boats were when people were out there in the war and um, how cramped it was and how, how difficult it must've been uh, to live and thrive in there. Um, but there's a lot of really cool hands-on interactive exhibits and things you can do at the Museum of Science Industry. Um, I really enjoy that one. Uh, we have the Art Institute. Um, so great place for artwork. Um, I know that um, uh, George Surratt has a a large painting there. There's some big pieces and things in there. Um, We have the Field Museum, which is your typical museum, and uh, that's where Dino Sue is, so we have the giant replica of a T-Rex. It's one of the largest uh, T-Rex skeletons that was out there, so I believe it's the actual one that several replicas were made from Dino Sue and traveled the country, but the actual one is here at the Field Museum. Um, The Chicago History Museum is there, among other things. Uh, we have a great aquarium in Shed Aquarium. Um, we actually just went with my mom not too long ago to Shedd Aquarium. Um, it's, it's probably a half-day to three-quarter-day attraction if you want to go and see everything at Shedd Aquarium. Um, it's a pretty big building. They've got a lot of, lot of really great exhibits. Um, we have a planetarium, Adler Planetarium. We actually have two zoos in Chicago. We have one kind of in the heart of downtown, and one out in the suburbs. Um, cool options there. Um, there are multiple, multiple boat and bus tours throughout Chicago. So um, there are river. There's rivers that actually run through Chicago. If you didn't know that, um, but there's river turs, River tours that you can get on these boats that go up and down the rivers, um, and one of them is an architectural tour you can do. So if you're that history buff and you really want to get some great history information, the architectural tour is amazing. So you get to ride up and down the river and they spiel to you and talk to you about um, the different buildings and the architecture and the different styles that are there. There's some really amazing um, architecture buildings in Chicago. The architects that have come and designed some of the things here are pretty crazy. Um, So that's always really cool. Uh, There are actually like speedboat tours you can do out on the lake, on Lake Michigan. So they take you out in these, kind of like when you go on a cruise on the islands, there's like a big power boat for like 30 people. And they'll take you out on these power boats out in the lake and they, you know, spin you around and get you wet and uh, have a cool ride out there. Um, there are dinner cruises you can do on the lake. I don't believe those have come back in service yet. They, they might be getting ready to now. Um, things are starting to open up a little bit more. There's a lot of really cool things like that. Um, we have Navy Pier. So Navy Pier was one of the actual Navy piers from back in the day. And uh, now it's kind of a touristy area. So we have one of those giant um, Ferris wheels that are there. Um, There's a lot of great restaurants in there. There's a a Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville in there. You can go to Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Um, There are a lot of little you know Chicago shops. There's a children's uh, history museum in there. Um, Pretty cool things like that. And it sticks right out into the lake. So it's always got some great views of the city and things out there. Um, We have the giant bean. So the bean is this big art installation. It's like a giant metal jelly bean uh, and it's in the park and you can walk around and it's it's this big chrome bean and everybody goes and gets their pictures with it and reflecting in it. Um, You can get some really cool pictures of the city. Yeah, it's like a giant jelly. It looks like a giant jelly bean. (laughs) Yeah, they just call it the bean. So you get to go see the bean. There are so many crazy art things all around Chicago. I mean, you could spend days just walking around, look at all the different um, outdoor sculptures and art exhibits and things that are out there. Um, Another really cool one um, is Buckingham Fountain. So Buckingham Fountain is in one of the parks, it's out near the water, near the lake. Um, You may have seen it if you were a fan of Married with Children, the old TV series. So it was the fountain in the opening credits of Married with Children, Um, but it was built in 1927 or dedicated back in 1927 and it's one of the world's largest fountains. So it runs typically from April to October um, it's this giant like three-tiered wedding cake style fountain um, and it's huge. And it runs through this April to October, like I said, so it's really great views out there. Um, and then in the evenings, it's very colorfully lit and really well lit. And it's it's a beautiful piece um, to go and see. So that's kind of cool too. There's, just, there's so many things to do in Chicago. Boat tours, restaurants, food. If you're a foodie, oh my gosh, you can't even... <laughs> The food in Chicago is crazy. Um, I mean, you can't even talk about the Chicago-style pizza. Like, I never understood why they called pizza pie until like I came to Chicago and we started yeah. getting a real authentic Chicago-style deep dish. Um, deep dish pizza, you it's you can't like pick it up and eat it like a slice of pizza. You have to knife and fork it. Otherwise, it's yeah. not really it's not really Chicago-style pizza. Um, and it it's so it's it's super different from like what I grew up with with pizza, but you know, sometimes you get in a mood and you just, you, you gotta have that Chicago-style deep dish. And it's not all dough. Everybody thinks, oh, I don't want all the bread. I don't, you know, I don't want all that bread and pan dough or whatever. No, Chicago-style deep dish is not much dough at all. It's mostly cheese and topping. So it's, it's a lot of cheese. Um, there's just, all right, gosh, there's so many really cool things.
1: Actually, I mean, there's, the, we both know our cities very well and it's, we can't go over everything, so we're just trying to hit some yeah. highlights. And, I mean, when it comes to Nashville, I was like, well, "I'm going to talk about food," and I was like, "I can't." There's a whole episode would be about food. Oh gosh! So, because we have so many like meat and three type places or hole in the wall famous restaurants, and you know, you walk in and you're like, "What I'm about to get into?" Like, I don't think I want to eat here because their health score is probably like a fifty. And then you walk in and you see like all these <laughs> famous people have eaten here over time, and you're like, yeah. "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, true. So.
0: Well, I like one of the huge things in Chicago is Portillo's. So Portillo's, they're everywhere. It's, it's literally, it's a fast food chain, but they have everything from Chicago style hot dogs to hamburgers, to ribs, to strawberry shortcake, salads, pastas in some cases. But I mean, the, the Chicago style Italian beef that you can get at Portillo's, it, it's, it's like a big beef French dip but there's just something about the seasoning and everything they do. It's oh gosh, they're so good. Every time <laughs> mom's here, we have to go and get, we have to go get Portillo's. She has to get her beef sandwich and she has to get a strawberry shortcake from Portillo's cause she can't live without them. Always
1: going to have those. There's just a so, couple like those couple big ones. Yeah. um, We can talk about food all day long. So we, we, <laughs> oh, yeah. we, we need to move on. Oh yeah. Um, So a lot of people may not realize this, but Chicago is on the lake Mm -hmm. and they, you know, people may know that it's on a lake, but I guess they don't realize how big the lake is and that you guys actually have beaches up there, don't you? We do. Yeah. There's some
0: great beaches. Um, So the lake is large enough that you cannot see Michigan. So from, from Illinois, you cannot see across. Yeah. It's, (laughs) you cannot see it's that big. Um, It kind of looks like an ocean. Um, and depending on how windy it can be at different times, you get some good waves out there. Um, so there's a, a stretch of road that runs. It's called Lake Shore Drive. That runs um, a good portion of downtown Chicago from north to south. Kind of, kind of parallels the beach area there and the, the shore. Um, it, it's it's really cool. There's there's tons and tons of beach areas and um, what they call forest preserves or parks. Um, the parks and the forest preserves, they're, they're everywhere. That's the one thing that I thought, you know, when we first moved to Chicago, uh, we moved up here in 2010. And I thought, okay, this is going to be a very big city. There's, it's going to be um, not very well green escaped anywhere. I was so mistaken. There are parks and forest preserves and things everywhere, and they, they're really well taken care of. Um, there's jogging paths and things. There are miles and miles of jogging paths and things up and down um, the lakeshore with the beaches. Um, there's, there's so many different parks and things that they set up. There's one park that actually in the summer sets up like a trapeze school as, as you can go and do like a trapeze school kind of off the beach That's cool. in Chicago. Like there, there's amazing things to do. Um, as so many boats in the summer, yeah, 4th of July weekend on like the lakeshore it's like flotilla heaven. There's like people just lash, <laughs> you know, 30 boats together and they're having this huge party, you know, not far off the shore and everybody's just hanging out and partying in the boats. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, and I had family come up uh, not too long ago and we did uh, a couple, I guess it's been a couple years now. We did with the kids, we did a whole beach day and we went to the beach and hung out and um, there's dog parks. You can take your dog to the beach and play in the water. And there's a lot of great places to go and hang out. I mean, it's not pretty blue tropical water like if you go on a cruise or in Florida, um, but it is definitely sandy beaches and um, cool water and waves. It was fun.
1: Yeah. And and like you said, as long as it's not windy, because when it gets windy, it gets really chilly up there really quick. Um, It can, yeah. Wind off the water. I mean, yeah. I mean, it is the windy city, but yeah. (laughs) yeah but I mean it's just nice I mean you've got you know you've got something for everybody up there with the beaches and there really is um, the museums and the zoos the sports the historic you know history uh, side of it Um, yeah yeah and you just don't think that so much when you think about Chicago it's not like New York where you you know New York you've got all the museums you got the plays with Broadway and things like that you don't think so much like that with Chicago but this was like Chicago, Nashville, they have some of that stuff too. Yep, It's just not as prominent because, you know, it's we don't think of these places as tourist destinations. Right,
0: right. But yeah, and Broadway, Broadway series comes here too. So we actually saw Hamilton and Wicked here in Chicago. So those are kind of cool. But yeah, we get, you know, big name Broadway shows, if that's something you're mm-hmm. interested in too. Concerts, like crazy. So like I said, actually, yeah. we, um, we actually went to a concert at Wrigley Field. So um, that was one of the best concerts I've been to. And it started at five 30 in the evening and ended at midnight, like a six and a half hour concert. There were five different acts. um, And it ended with the headliner of Brad Paisley. Cool, yeah, it was pretty cool. So we had um, Chris Young, um, the band Perry, Miranda Lambert, Brad Paisley. And there was one other person, but I can't remember who it was. It was another young up and coming star. So it was like maybe 20 minutes between each act for him to kind of reset the stage and pull things down. Yeah. yeah, That was like a six and a half hour concert. It was fun. It was fun.
1: Yeah, so we, we get that all the time here. So <laughs> yeah, it's great. Most of those people live here. So we get to hear all the
0: time. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: they don't all live here so. in Chicago, but <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: but there's still, yeah. there's so many great things to do. There's a lot of great um, concert venues,
1: indoor and outdoor concert venues kind of up around here too. Um, yeah. What, what about that. some places that if people wanted to travel outside Chicago, like they, they have a car they've rented, they want to go somewhere for a little while, where some places they could go? So if you're looking for a short drive outside of Chicago,
0: <laughs> um, you're kind of out of luck. Uh, now Chicago is is pretty conveniently situated, but the highway area can be a mess. So I actually live about 18 miles from downtown. And depending on the time of day and the traffic, that can take us anywhere from an hour, an hour and a half to get downtown. Um 18 miles. Uh, so you don't want to be traveling in rush hour. That's for sure. Um, but Milwaukee is only about 90 minute trip away. So if you wanted to go up to Milwaukee and check out, you know, uh, Laverne and Shirley's old stomping grounds, uh, you can go up there. Um, you know, home of Fonzie. They do have the Fonzie statue up in Milwaukee. So you can go up and get to, to check that out. Um, but the Chicago suburbs have got a lot of great things. Um, if you go up just along the border, Uh, of Wisconsin. Um, You can get to the Six Flags Chicago. So there's a Six Flags and a water park up there. Uh, We have a great in the fall, summer, fall. We have a really, really amazing renaissance fair right along the border of um, Chicago and Wisconsin. It's a huge outdoor venue. um, And we typically go every year. It's pretty cool. Like we don't dress and go, but to go and hang out, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, And then in the Chicago suburbs, there's a lot of great things too. So um, there's a mall about 15 minutes from where I live in a city called Schaumburg that was one of the world's largest malls. So it's, it's a pretty big mall. There's an Ikea here. If you want to come and see Ikea, if you've never been to an Ikea, we have a couple oh, don't of Ikeas. Say that word. <laughs> we got a couple Ikeas driving distance you from here? two. Yep. Uh, well, we can go North or South and they're about 20 minutes either way. We get a couple of Ikeas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Chicago, like it, I know there's a theme here, right? But in the Chicago suburbs, we have so many really great um, brew pubs that have popped up. So if you're looking for like a brew pub tour, Chicago and the suburbs is the place to go and check out local breweries and brew pubs. There are some amazing little places around here to go and check that out. You could literally spend a week hitting brew pubs here and barely scratch the surface. And that's like hitting a couple a day. There are so many out here in the suburbs. There's probably yeah, twenty there's a, different brew pubs within about fifteen minutes of me.
1: I, saying, I bet there's a bunch up in uh, Milwaukee too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but
0: um, actually, Illinois has become one of the largest brew pub states. Really? Yeah, one of the fastest growing brew pubs. So there's literally there's about twenty that I can think of. They're all within about fifteen minutes for me.
1: And Nashville's gotten well. The Nashville area has become pretty popular with it as well. Um, Yazoo Brewery is in Nashville. They have one in there. And I think that's, I mean, I'm not up to date on my, my my breweries or anything, but I think that was the, the original one. Um, so I got to check that out when it was first coming up. Um, but then, you know, we've got a lot more others that we're going to talk about pretty soon too. So
0: we have one in Wisconsin. It's not, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's probably about two little over two hour drive, um, called New Galaris, and they only have a license to sell in Wisconsin so sometimes we make a run over the border into Wisconsin to pick up some of their beers um, but they have a spotted cow lager that is super super popular around here so people will go literally drive across the border to go get that um, and they do some other things that they do um, they do like tarts um, so we get a cherry tart or a raspberry tart beer um, that they do in wine bottles that are capped that are pretty cool so it's not it's not huge um, alcohol content or anything, but it's something different. It's like nice. Um, we, we like to get our fire pit out and sit on the deck and, um, you know, have a nice little sipping beer or something like that. We're not chuggers. We're not in high school anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So we like to have some nice, you know, savoring, um, beverages and things like that. So we'll go up there and get a couple of those and, you know, sit out by the fire pit and get a brandy snifter with our tart beers in them and enjoy the backyard with the dog. It's kind of nice, but There's a lot of really great places around here for food and brew pubs. And um, there's just, there's tons of things you can do. And Chicago, COVID has hit us pretty bad, but there are festivals all the doggone time for everything. Chicago has parades for everything. They they literally have a back to school parade when the kids go back to school. I don't know if that's (laughs) for the parents or not, but there is a back to school parade that usually is so large it gets televised in Chicago. Yeah, we have <laughs> parades and festivals for everything.
1: I mean, so, I throw a parade when my kids go back to school, <laughs> but I thought that was just I mean. me.
0: <laughs> could be the parents, could be the parents. So like, <laughs> just, just to give you an idea. So when we first moved here, um, it was not long after the Blackhawks, after, right after we moved here, not long after the Blackhawks won um, you know, the, the cup for the first time in years and years and years. Here's an idea of how this town celebrates. <laughs> We went to um, the pride parade in Chicago. This is a four hour parade. It's four hours long. There's that many people and events and things in this parade. And one of the things that like struck me is there were Blackhawks players riding one of the Chicago tour double-decker buses with the Stanley cup, you know, and the cheering crowd. And I was like, that's, that's pretty amazing. I grew up as a kid in California uh, across the Bay from San Francisco. I don't ever remember hearing about like the 49ers, you know, showing up in a pride parade in San Francisco <laughs> with, with the trophy, you know, that to me, I was just like, real, really. The the Stanley cup yeah. and the Blackhawks players are in the pride parade and there are football players and, and everybody in the parade, the Cubs, come out and you know they they're sponsored to me that just like that's all inclusive this town celebrates no matter who you are i mean that's pretty amazing to me i
1: think yeah, awesome. it is yeah and, and that's one thing like i do know the athletes there are fully into the city oh yeah um, like you know they, they become just like um i don't want to say just like the natives but i mean like you know they the people of Chicago are really invested in their city and the athletes are as well.
0: Yeah. And they don't care who you are. If you're supporting the teams, they support mm-hmm. you and actually Wrigleyville, which is kind of funny is two blocks from boys town. <laughs> so <laughs> it, if you're, if, if you happen to be coming to boys town in Chicago, you get off at the Wrigleyville station and you watch boys town. So yeah, it, you yeah, get off at the stadium and you walk into boys town, which, and there's never any issues over there either. So no, that to me, that's, that's pretty amazing. So yeah. I just wanted to point that out that, yeah, this, this city is pretty amazing. It's it's pretty welcoming for a big city too. I mean, it, it's pretty friendly.
1: And it's a big city. Like I've driven through people
0: it. People don't
1: realize that, yeah. It, so we, we drive fast in Nashville, but um, <laughs> I thought I was going to get ran over in <laughs> Chicago. And I was like, I'm going 80 and people are like passing me like it's nothing. And it's like almost rush hour traffic. And I was like, so it oh must gosh, have been a I'm weekend because gonna... you can't usually
0: go that fast on the highways
1: here. Yeah, well, it was like everybody was going that fast. So. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I want to say it was like three o'clock in the afternoon, too. Maybe we so. were in the express lanes, too. There's, we have some express lanes, so. Maybe, uh, but I was like, you know, 20 years old driving through it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. So It is. And, it's, and people don't realize we
0: have like five lane highway through Chicago, too. Yeah. Five lanes each direction. And, like,
1: and it's like that all the way until you get to almost the, to get to Indiana, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, it gets it's it, it's big city. People don't realize it. Yeah, but it's a nice city. It really is. And there's been a lot going on,
0: so it's it's been good. There's been a lot of road work and stuff. So they're getting a lot of road work done, which is great. You know, and we yeah. didn't even talk about like the big, um, you know, touristy, uh, what do you call them? Observation decks and things. So there's a couple of great observation decks. Obviously, there's um, Willis Tower, which used to be the Sears Tower. Um, and you Mm -hmm. can go up there and they have these great little glass boxes that they push out. Um, and so you can stand in this little glass box up over the street, way up there. Um, I did it once. I got a picture, so I don't ever have to do it again because I'm not (laughs) into heights. Um, and if you go to, um, the Hancock center, Hancock center has one that's called tilt. So you actually step up to the glass and there's handles and, um, you hold on and it tilts out at an angle over the street below, um. I'll watch from a distance. You can tell me how it is. <laughs> no problem. Um, so there's a couple things like that. Um, you know, except we do have the giant, uh, Ferris wheel down at Navy pier. Um, mm-hmm. there's another actually in, in uh, Hancock center, there's um, a really great brunch restaurant and lounge, um, in the Hancock center that you can go to. I think it's like two floors below, um, the observation deck that you pay to go as a tourist and, um, we should just go there and have a beverage and if you get the same views of the city, it, it goes all the way around the whole building. So you can see the lake, you can see, you know, all the way to Wisconsin sometimes, depending on how the weather is. And we went there once, I took family up there one time and uh, it was, it's a really overcast day. You don't have to pay to go to the lounge. You just, you have to buy a drink when you're up there if you want to sit. So uh, we usually go to the lounge instead of paying to go to the observation deck because we're cheap. And uh but we go up there and we go have a drink and um, it, it you look out and it's just, it's white. There's nothing. My family's like, so do they have like the curtains closed or anything? I said, no, you're just in a cloud. It's overcast. They're like, what? I said, no, you're you are literally, that's a cloud. You can't see out because you're in a cloud. Like on a clear day, you could see the lake is right over there and <laughs> the city is this way. But no, it looked like it was just white out because we it was so hazy and cloudy oh, yeah. that day. Yeah. You were literally in a cloud you couldn't see anything it just looked like there was a white curtain outside the
1: window no. like nope so you, you were talking about those uh like the boat tours and stuff and i cannot remember the name of the movie but it is uh it's got vince vaughn and jennifer aniston in it oh. and she's a fashion designer or something like that and she goes up going to europe and isn't that the um, breakup or they don't they split up yes i think that's what it is the breakup yeah, yeah and then he becomes a tour director or he is a tour director for yeah, chicago his family. tours and on, yeah, on the boat or the whatever
0: buses,
1: yeah and yeah is it the buses i was thinking there were boats uh, maybe they expand at the end of the movie to boats i can't I remember. I think they're both yeah yeah i was yep. that that you were talking about it that was what was going in my head and that's like of course a rom-com would be going on and you know <laughs> talking about chicago <laughs> yeah. but um yep. yeah but, i mean the, it's cool. uh, People the transformers movies have
0: been filmed here yeah. Fantastic Four movies have been filmed here. Many of the Batman movies or Superman movies have been filmed here. I mean, there's You don't think of
1: of it having uh, um, rivers going through it. And that's the thing. They go right through the city. So it's kind of like a a modern Italy. St. Patrick's Day just came and they actually dyed the river green. Green. Through the city. Yep, they they dyed the river green. Do they do that every year?
0: They do it every year. And they said they were not going to do it this year um, because of COVID and they didn't want to attract the crowds that it does. But then surprise, we woke up that Saturday morning and it was being dyed green. Yeah, you so.
1: can't break that tradition.
0: They did it and didn't, they said they were not
1: going to do it, and they did it anyway. Yeah, you, you can't break so. that tradition. It's been going on way too long. Yeah, there, there's some really cool things they do here. All right, so Alan, you gave us a whole lot of good information on um, Chicago, and we were going to talk about Nashville, but uh, I think we're going to hold off on that for another week where we've got a little bit more time. Um, and because we, we've got some
0: there's so many. Great well, and, to and talk that's
1: about. and that's fine because that's the whole point of this series is we want to highlight some areas that we really love. And, you know, i let, let people know that we can book these destinations as well if exactly. they ever want to travel. I mean, we just don't do the big destination places like your favorite mm-hmm. beaches and things like that. We can book your three-night stay in Chicago, New York. Um, yep. You know, if you want to go to a small town in Iowa, we can book a small, you know, your, your weekend trip there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we can book anything. So um, let's give Nashville its, it's due um, because Nashville is a great city as well. And Lots like of great you, choices there and, too, yes. Yeah, and like you in Chicago, Nashville was really hit hard um, by COVID because Nashville is a really big, people don't think about it, but Nashville is one of the biggest tourist uh, destinations in the United States um, mm-hmm. within the last several years. And a lot of it has to do with, we are one of the top one or two cities for bachelorette parties, which I, I, I think is crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we get a ton uh, of weddings in Chicago too. Do you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, we've got a lot of big Disney news we need to talk about and universal news we need to talk about this week. Yeah. So, um, you know, let's go ahead and get through that and then we will do Nashville next week. And I'm sorry guys, if you keep waiting on the Hilton head episode, it's just going to get getting pushed back, but, it's coming. you know, there's a lot of, yeah, there's there's a lot of great places we want to get through. So, Uh, But let's start with the Disney news, because, I mean, the biggest news that I think we've gotten so far is that Disneyland, you know, the the reopening of Disneyland and all the new procedures coming out. And then just today, there's some really big news announced that everybody has been waiting for. I was, they snuck this
0: in on us. I was kind of surprised. It's early. So we've been hearing that Disneyland Resort is reopening on April 30th. So yes, Disneyland Resort is reopening April 30th. Uh, I don't want to steal their thunder, but Universal Orlando, I'm sorry, Universal Hollywood is also opening on April 15th, 16th. Um, So they're reopening as well. California is reopening finally. Um, We do want to let you know at the moment, these destinations are only open to California residents. It's not up to us. It's up to California guidelines at the moment. So if you're interested in going to California, please reach out to us and we will let you know as soon as that opens up to non-California residents. We'll be happy to help talk to you about those destinations. But as we said, Disneyland is reopening on April 30th. We're super excited about it. And something we haven't talked about a whole lot. It's been under construction for a while. We were really excited to see it coming along. Um, But with the shutdown, we didn't know how far along things were progressing, right? All of a sudden today, and today being Thursday, um, we got announced that avengers campus at disney's california adventure will be opening on june 4th of this year 2021 that's like not even two months away that's no. amazing
1: it's uh, funny I, you said they kind came of up snuck fast. it in. Yeah, yeah as i said they kind of snuck it in but so they they snuck it well they didn't sneak it in. they put out there that um you know there's been some rum- or not rumors but um sneak peeks and things of the uh new marvel show out in shanghai Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden now we get avengers campuses open and like they were trying to hide it a little bit uh and and i mean i guess i can see why because there's so many people especially you know from the east coast that are going to be like we've got to get to disneyland we've got to see this and like you said that it's only open for california residents at the moment and limited capacity much like florida so, yeah, so I imagine it's going to be extremely hard Crazy. Um, to get to get tickets and reservations for. It. And I hate to say this to anybody that wants to get out there because everybody wants to be the first to experience this. But I, I think it's you're just going to have to kind of be patient yep. and, you're have to hold on. Know, and just wait. Uh, and it may end up being next year because we don't know if they're going to open at all this year to anybody outside California. Um, <laughs> did you got to think how many people live in the state of California? Well, <laughs> and they, they could live off of that for a while.
0: We're hearing that that, I'm hearing rumors that that might not be for long. So what that, California that'd is be doing, good. yeah, California is doing it in tiers. So depending on if you're an orange tier or a yellow tier or a red tier or whatever, um, the different tiers that they're at based on the COVID uh, outbreak, uh, they're going to these different color-coded tiers and each tier level allows them to open up more. The lower the tier, the more they can open up. And so I've heard rumor that they might actually be opening up relatively shortly after disneyland opens i'm hoping i don't yeah. know it's total rumor we haven't heard anything official and we haven't heard anything from disneyland or universal yet so um take it with a grain of salt just yeah. throwing it out there it may not be that long so again if you are interested in a california destination reach out to us and let us know so that we've got you kind of on the list to let you know what's going on as that yeah. comes up and so
1: that, that's one of the things we have no idea what's happening. We, we're not going to know when we're going to know what's going on. So like you said, just, you know, get with us, get on the list. Uh, we send out newsletters, um, you know, we'll keep you informed as we can as this stuff comes out. Um, but we just don't know when that's coming out. So we have no idea when, when we're going to get you that information because like is yeah. it, they pretty much, they don't give us a heads up. They just say, here it is. Do what you guys want. Um, <laughs> we had no idea. That- good luck. Avengers <laughs> Campus was being announced today
0: until we all got an email. We were like, what? Yeah. Yep. What? What happened there? Yep. Yep. So, so that was pretty good news. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. We also got an email uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, and I hate to say this, but um, this is this is already sold out. Um, but just, Run Disney put out a new Lion King virtual series. Uh, so a 5K um, marathon. They had three different options to choose from four different options to choose from three of those are sold out um so now it is the more expensive 145 i think for all uh three, all races. three races it's nine nine uh, three miles i think um but you get four medals with it and the t-shirt and all that if you decide to do it you could break it up so what we kind of talked about today in the, in the group was maybe doing i don't know how we can do it logistically and everything but maybe doing a race in indianapolis and a race in nashville and then a race in um charleston just kind of breaking it up and you know doing it that way um i said no everybody just come to nashville and then we'll just we'll just walk (laughs) 9.1 miles to all the different bars in nashville Exactly. so So, but but if if you're virtual
0: they're virtual so you can do them anywhere anytime you can do them you know on your treadmill at your gym you could do them in your neighborhood you could do them through your local park it's all virtual you can do it wherever you want but you do get the really cool medals that go with them
1: yeah, and they are cool. They have a traditional one with the Simba, the cartoon, um, and then they had the broad, a Broadway version, uh, and then they had the re um, the live action uh, as well, and then the virtual is just a separate one that they've created just for a virtual series. Uh, if you do all three, again, the virtual, yeah, you get the, yeah the, the virtual is the one that's available. Uh, it was one forty five plus tax. Um, I'm signed up for it. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to do it, but. <laughs> Uh, I just went ahead and decided to, get to do it. Um, and then there's also a, uh, a Star Wars uh, virtual coming soon as well. So if you guys scope out the Run Disney, uh, you you might get a chance of checking that one out and, and registering for that one. But they go so, so fast. Because like I said, we just got the email for this one. I believe it was yesterday. Yesterday. And yeah. now they're already sold out. So they, within two days, um, the single 5K. Well- was, was and my opinion out. is that's
0: probably partly because the actual run events are not happening yeah. at Disney or Disneyland. So all those people that are used to running and getting their medals are grabbing up what they can because yeah. they're, they're people there. There are avid runners that go to these every year or sometimes twice a year. Um, and you know, they, they really covet those medals in addition to the experience. So I have a feeling they're grabbing those in, I, yeah. I would have thought Disney would have made more knowing this a little bit.
1: Um, but yeah,
0: they're I really would cool. have
1: thought that too. Um, they are really, really nice looking medals. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'm, I've got to do my star Wars uh, one that I registered for a little while back. Um, I got to do that one by the 15th, I think. Um, and then I think the Kessel Run challenge is the next star Wars that they're about to drop. In the next couple of weeks, so uh, but then keep in mind Universal has uh, virtual run uh, run events as well and, and virtual events. So um, always check out the Universal Running website as well. And, and I mean, know, the trolls one last time, fan. there's
0: some really cool men. Yeah, uh, really yeah, cool trolls medals. Yeah, so had hair on them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trolls hair on the yeah. medals. That's fun. Yeah. Before we, uh, move we on, also... there's one other bit of information we have to talk about. Universal announced. Okay. We have another date. If you didn't already see it, they have announced the opening date of the VelociCoaster. Oh, yeah. Islands of Adventure. Yeah. Yeah. So Islands of Adventure, the uh, VelociCoaster, the new breed of roller coaster, is opening June 10th. They June did say 10th. summer, and that's early summer. So yeah. I'm not I'm not too surprised. This attraction looks like it's been pretty much ready to it, go it looks for like, a few weeks. Yeah. And we've already seen video like they've been doing um, train testing for a long time now for a couple of months, but we've seen video of cast members on the uh, trains and riding. yeah so I, I'm not surprised. It, they're they're hitting June 10th June 10th officially
1: uh, the Velocicoaster coaster
0: is coming to Universal's yep. Islands. Of and I,
1: I posted a short video that Universal put out on our uh, on all our yep. social media. Uh, platforms. Um there is so one cool. that is not yeah it does look really cool. Um there is one that is not done by universal that is out there as well. It's some computer program did a um, 3D version of it. Uh, like a point of view. Um it looks pretty good but it's just not real realistic, but you get a good yeah. feel of how the track is laid out and everything. I'm so excited. And I'm upset a little bit that I'm not going to be able to do it until maybe October. Um, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. As It'll long as I get to do it this year. Yeah. It'll still be there. Yeah. I just I'm hope it has a virtual that. queue. They haven't they haven't discussed that yet, but they haven't said anything uh, I'm, about I'm, it yet. I'm really hoping yeah. they do because I hope they learn their lesson from Haggers with a four to six hour wait as soon as it opened. I mean, that's just. Well, uh, especially that's opening miserable. in the middle of COVID, I hope.
0: Well, and in this is going to be part of it. They're, they're still, you know, reduced capacity in the park. So I don't think they can yeah. get to that you know, because they're going to have a race capacity in the park. People are going to be another Yeah, that's true. So I don't think it'll be quite that bad, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a long line.
1: And, and again, with Universal, you're not exactly guaranteed admission Mm-mm. at all, always. So nope. um, get your tickets through a Travel Advisor so that way we can make sure that you get in the park.
0: Yeah, when you book through all a Travel well, Advisor, that's... you actually get that one hour early park admission as if you were staying yeah. on property, whether you stay on property or not. So what that means is you buy. You want. Yes. And so you buy the last tickets thing you through want is us. To get to
1: park and don't get in.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that means is you buy your tickets through a travel advisor like Brian and I. Uh, is if you get your tickets and let's say the park is officially opening at nine, then the park opens at eight a.m. for their resort guests and guests who purchase through a travel advisor. So if you just have a regular day ticket, you're a local, and you go buy a day ticket, you can't get in from nine. If you buy through Travel Advisor, you get the same early park admission as if you were staying on property, even if you're not.
1: So, and there's no extra cost, it's the no same price cost, as if you walked price. up to the gate and bought it. And, and sometimes it's actually cheaper if then you, if you walk up to the gate and buy it, because we, yep. we've get, um, not that we get discounts or anything, but sometimes there are promos out that we are able to Whereof get that, that you, you may can't not get know. if you just walk up. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Early, so. early uh, purchase, advanced purchase options.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yep. So, so, let us know. So,
1: yeah, about that one. Uh we also got news that uh Norwegian cruise line is ready to sail um starting uh, June 25th. They will be sailing from the Greek Isles, the, or they'll be sailing the Greek Isles, Caribbean, and Dominican Republic. So uh you will have to fly out of the country to um, an airport in one of these certain areas. Um you'll board your ship there, and then you're off on a seven, I believe they're all seven-day cruises. So that's pretty exciting because again, July is, it's a pretty early day. We weren't expecting, I know we, you know, there's some other cruises still going, but I mean, July is pretty, pretty early. It's middle of summer. Um, I think a couple of them open in August as well, but uh, they have 17 different ships that they sent out. And um, out of the 17, I think they said seven of them are going to be on the seas this summer.
0: In June, actually, Royal Caribbean and Celebrity are starting to um, sail again as well, but they're sailing through uh, Nassau and one of the
1: other islands in the the, Caribbean. It's, i want to say St. Martin or Martin. It's one of the saints. Yeah. One of the saints. St. Thomas, St. Martin. (laughs) Uh,
0: So they're departing from that island and Um, Nassau in the Bahamas so like we're saying with all these yes these cruise lines are coming back but they're not coming to the U.S. yet so you would have to fly to Nassau to either St. Martin or St. Thomas wherever that celebrity one is I have to check on that Um, the Dominican Republic the Caribbean or Greece uh, to get on a ship right now so keep that in mind
1: you will need a COVID test prior to um, prior to arriving in the airport you need uh, even though these are Bahamas you still need a passport Mm -hmm. A lot of people overlook that because they think it's, you know, part of the uh, the Virgin Islands that they don't need a passport for that. But once you arrive in the airport, you got to have a passport. It's different if you're on a Disney Cruise Line. You get off the cruise, you walk around. That's a little different. Um, But yeah, people are ready to get on the get on these ships. I I personally know people who have booked their tickets to get on a flight to get on some ships Mm -hmm. out of Bahamas. So it's exciting. It's coming. Yeah, the only thing that they're saying that they're going to be required 100% vaccination before you can get on uh, for everybody that boards. but 18 and over um, at the moment, yeah. 18 yeah, and over, 18 and vaccinated. over. But I feel like at this point, if you're willing to put yourself on one of these ships and cruise, I don't think that's going to be an issue for you. Sure. If you really want to get on bad enough, I, I don't see the people being like, no, you know, it's not going to be like that person who spent 15000 on a Disney vacation and said, I'm not wearing a mask. Sir, you knew going to Disney World that you needed to wear a mask before you get into the park. If you didn't That's see was talking
0: about that, somebody that was, it was going around social media, this guy showed yeah. up at Disney Springs and he snuck past security and wouldn't wear a mask and then he got booted out. And then he was yeah. complaining that he spent $15,000 to be at Disney World and they got kicked out. And they said, yes, because you didn't follow the rules that you were told about before follow, you got here.
1: Follow the rules. You're going to get on a cruise ship. They, they're telling you right now, you got to be yep. vaccinated. So, so just keep that in mind. Yeah. Speaking of cruise lines,
0: we have some other interesting cruise information coming out. So Disney cruise line has announced their new ship. We knew their new ship coming out. We have four ships at Disney cruise lines currently and their fifth ship is currently in the yard um, being constructed. And that is the Disney wish. So we currently have the magic, the wonder, the dream, and the fantasy, and the wish will be the fifth ship. Um, and it's being built, and so they have um, released the image of that bow artwork that goes on the front point of the ship, so on all of the ships so far, it has been um, Captain Mickey on the front of the ship, and there's this really cool filigree scroll work that kind of goes down the side of the ship all in gold, Um, and if you look closely, there's characters in that filigree, and uh, so for the Disney Wish, since Minnie has recently been promoted to captain and she's a captain now as well, Minnie will actually be on the bow of the wish. So it'll be Captain Minnie instead of Captain Mickey. I think that's actually yeah. pretty cool.
1: I like it. I, yeah. I like it. And the art, the artwork is very, very pretty. Um, it's very similar. Like you ha- have to kind of, it's subtle. Yeah. You have to look and know, but
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: but they haven't released... Who they're putting on the back of the ship yet? Have they? I feel like they said it was Rapunzel. Is that who it was? I think it was um, Rapunzel. I was saying, I'm, I'm waiting to see who they put on all four of these ships because I know they re- they they released two of them, I believe, but I can't remember if they released mm-hmm. all four of them.
0: Of the names, the ship names?
1: Yeah. I no, not the, sh- the ship names. The characters on the back. I don't think. Yeah, we think have. Sorcerer Mickey, we have, um, oh gosh, who's on all of them? I, don't, I can't remember. Yeah, Dumbo, Sorcerer Mickey. Um, Goofy. And Donald. Donald, Donald, yeah. Yep. Um, I so think I'm, this I'm, is I'm, Rapunzel wait. on The Wish. I think, I think you're right, yeah. I, I think don't you're think right it's been announced on other it.
0: ships yet, though.
1: I was thinking they released two, but maybe not. Um, maybe. I might be mistaken. I I I like how they do that too. It just gives you know a little extra character to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to see who's going to be the main the main uh, dining restaurants and things too.
1: Yeah. Um, So you brought up the mask. Um, There is some good news for all you people out there that uh, don't like the mask. None of us like the mask, you know. But
0: I don't think any of us like the mask. But
1: Yeah, it's just, you know, everybody's got their reasons for it or whatever, but um, Disney has recently removed all the photo locations around Walt Disney World, or I'm sorry, released all the mask markers uh, at all the photo locations around Walt Disney World, and that is because, why? Well, they're actually allowing you to take your mask off for
0: photos, only for photos if you're stationary and socially distanced. So no ride photos. So no ride photos yet, but that does mean PhotoPass photographers are now able to take your photos without a mask. Yep. And it started, we, officially it started on the 8th, but we've heard and seen photos of people starting a little bit earlier than that. But the official policy said as of the 8th.
1: Yep. Yep. So that is very, very exciting news. Um, I've read where a couple cast members have put out their that they feel way more comfortable. Photo pass photographers feel way more comfortable now with the vaccine being more available to people, um, numbers going down, things like that, that they're more, you know, open to taking pictures of people without the mask on. So, um, I think this is, I, I love our mask pictures that we have, uh, you know, it's just kind of a reminder of what the times were like. Um, but I'm ready to get back to taking those pictures and the memories where you can you can capture the smile of kids' faces and things like that. Um, I think this is wonderful news. Other than character meet and greets coming back, with the dining plan coming back, I think this is the best news that Disney could have put out there in a long time.
0: Yeah, it, it's really great. And th- however, you know, like you said, the masks. Nobody loves the masks, but. They've done good work in um, trying to come up with new creative poses and things for people as well. Yes. So um, there's been a lot of really great like reverse poses where they have your back to the photographer looking at the tree of life or looking at Cinderella's castle or looking at, you know, Expedition Everest in the mountain, different things where, you know, turned at an angle um, where you don't always see so much the prominent mask. So they've done a really good job of that, but this is great welcome news. These are only for outside photos. You can't do it inside, has to be an outdoor photo. Um, You have to still be socially distanced from other people. And um, it's only while you are standing still taking a photo. As soon as the photo is done, you have to put your mask back on to walk through the park. So just wanna put those little caveats out there. Um, Don't harass your PhotoPass people. They're working hard to help you make memories. So just keep that in mind as well. And the other cast members as well, they're doing their job. Um, But I think you're right. I think that Disney did open um, some vaccine opportunities for cast members and they're doing a lot to get their cast members vaccinated as well. So I think that probably has something to do with it. Um, But either way, this is gonna be super welcome news for most people to be able to get pictures without a mask.
1: Yeah, I've, I've had a lot of people turn down the memory maker because they said, you know we don't want to have a photo full of mask photos or an album full of them and i and i get that to an extent uh but I, like i said i like our mask photos because they're yeah. different they're they're different than all of our other disney pictures and they've got um,
0: creative
1: yeah 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 i think it's, it's
0: not, not too bad no you
1: still uh, know it's who you just, are again, it, yeah it's just really good news to see that it's just, it's another Absolutely. step in the right direction and every week we talk about it on, on the podcast it's Disney's making another step in the right direction of things being back to somewhat, you know, right now we're already at somewhat normal, but being a real normal Disney vacation, like we're, we're really, really close to that. Yep. It's getting there.
0: Yep. And the last little bit of information we have is I kind of touched on this earlier. So park pass reservations, uh, are scarce. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. uh, Still got, Disney is still running, uh, actually all the parks right now are still running at limited capacity. So they cannot have full capacity in the parks. Um, and so they have a limited number of reservations of how many people they can let in to meet that capacity for the parks for the days. So um, right now, because so many more people are looking to travel, Park um, Pass reservations through June, almost the end of June are pretty scarce i mean you might have one park maybe two um available studios for sure it's gone you cannot yeah um so i actually just booked a client and they were looking at uh the week of june 16th and i said nope nothing available so they went a week before and a week after uh not a whole lot so they actually decided to check in on the 27th of june so starting on the 27th of june um there were two days that week that some of the parks were not available, but we were able to um, look at crowd calendars and determine we didn't want those parks in those days anyway, because they're already probably maxed out and crowded. So we were able to grab their park pass reservations, and they have reservations for all five days of their trip for the last week of June. Um, but if you're looking for last minute trips anytime, I mean, you know, it's early April through most of June, next two months, two and a half months, it, it's scarce. So Um, you know, we don't want to discourage anybody, but if you are looking to travel, you might want to start looking a little farther out than you had planned before,
1: um, because people are definitely getting out there. Yeah. Like I said, travel is in the air. Yeah. We we thought it was just a spring break trend, uh, you know, a couple of weeks back when we saw it and then it just continued. And, you know, we, we say that the parks are at capacity. Um, but keep in mind that it's, this is a limited capacity capacity. Um, we don't know what that capacity is yet. They could be up to 50%. We just don't know it because they're not putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're still probably somewhere around 30, 35, um, 30, 30, 35, 40. Yeah, something like that. But um, we're just not 100% sure because Disney's not saying that. Universal's not saying it either. And we're seeing a lot more of Universal being uh, sold out Prouted. as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, but like well, Alan's and- saying, just plan a little bit further ahead um, or or just understand that you may not get the parks that you want. And that if you're okay with that, if you're just looking to New Magic Kingdom or Epcot or Animal Kingdom, you know that that's okay. But it's, chances of getting Hollywood Studios to the end of June is just going to be very, very slim.
0: Especially if you're interested in Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. yeah. Now, with that in mind, there, there's still a lot of great fun things to do at Disney. And we want you guys yeah. to start thinking a little farther out. Um, but again we have we have agents in the park almost every day literally ears agents are in the parks almost every day and so we had a couple agents in the park over spring break and you know we're seeing a lot of things on social media where people are complaining about the lines and the crowds and this can't be you know uh reduced capacity it's crazy blah 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 on those same days we had agents in the park saying they literally did every ride in the park they wanted every ride in the park they wanted to do that day by about two in the afternoon, some of them two or three times and decided to hop to another park. Yeah. So, I mean, the lines look crazy when you're there because of social distancing and the way they're all spaced out uh, and the way, you know, the attraction capacity is right now, but most of them are saying the longest thing they waited for was roughly an hour. Yeah. I mean, you just got to have a plan. It looks crazy. Yes, that's why we're here. We're here to help give you that plan. But um, reach out to us. Let us know. We we will let you know. Um, it looks crazy. Don't believe everything you hear on social media or read on social media. That's why you have people who go all the time, uh, or or are there all the time. We have boots on the ground, and we can tell you what's really going on.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, there's a lot of really bad information going around out there on social media oh my right goodness. now. Yes. Yes. It's, I saw Um, somebody the other day tell someone, you don't need a travel agent, just make sure that you book your dining 60 to 90 days in advance and you get your fast passes for what you want. And we're like, and this is why you do need a travel agent Yeah, because none of those things currently exist.
1: (laughs) No, no. Uh, You you
0: can do dining at 60 days. There are no fast passes. It does not matter. And even though you're texting us from the park and telling us you see people going through the fast pass line, they're not fast passes. I guarantee you. (laughs) They're not.
1: Nope. I can tell nope. you
0: who those people are in the lines, but they are not people with fast passes.
1: Yeah. Um, you know we, we talked about planning a little further out. I will say if people are planning on going for the fiftieth anniversary, oh, don't hotel wait. reservation yeah, I was say, hotel reservations seem to be getting a little more scarce. Mm-hmm. But the October park reservations look like there are plenty of park reservations, which can be tricky mm-hmm. because if you're going off park reservations and you see that there's plenty of of availability, that doesn't necessarily translate that there's room availability. So if you're planning on staying on property at one of your favorite resorts, I will tell you Caribbean beach does not have a whole lot of ver- avail- availability um, because of the Skyliner pop is the same way. And so is the Riviera uh, boardwalk and um, beach club have a little bit more, um, but don't wait. Go yep. ahead and get well, Polynesian now.
0: Is reopening uh, now we can start getting yeah. reservations for late July yeah. and uh, the contemporary has been going through refurbishment. So um, late summer we'll be able to contemporary. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it could, it could be that there's a lot of resort refurbishment going on while things have been down and slow. Um, and hopefully that's gonna start opening back up again here really soon because um, beach club just reopened. So well, it's reopening for end of May reservations. And then, like I said, um, Polynesian is reopening late July. So some of these resorts that have not been fully open yet are starting to come back. Um, yeah. so that should help a little bit, but we don't, don't necessarily know how much availability. They have. Yeah,
1: no. And, and we talk about the Caribbean beach a lot, um, because of the Skyliner. Yeah. And, and this may be one of the things where some of those other res, uh, resorts open up, people might start moving the reservations from Caribbean beach to some of those others. Yeah. And that might open some avail- availability as well. Um, but we just don't, don't know. know. So don't know. let's let's not wait till July or August to say I want to go for the 50th. And then for us to tell you I'm sorry, but there's nothing available. So or, or remember, what's available is a two-bedroom suite at you know the Riviera for yeah. twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> so, remember, it only takes a two hundred dollar deposit to lock in your package. Yeah. And you can make changes all the way up until about forty-five days ahead of time, if you. And so. if
0: if promos or price adjustments come out, we can take care of that for you too, so you're not stuck at anything. Nope. Keep that in mind. That's why we're here
1: for you. Yep. All right. You book with Disney, you don't get that. <laughs> what? And we're very sales you pitchy tonight.
0: I know they don't call you back and give you a <laughs> discount, really. I do? No.
1: All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Like I said, we're gonna we're gonna hold off on Nashville until uh, next week. Uh, super excited about that. I love talking about Nashville. Um, but so we catch us next time as we dive into Nashville and all the different things you can do. As always, if you enjoyed the show and you think somebody else is going to enjoy it as well, please make sure you share it. Um, I do want to send a shout out to Kathy Taylor, who uh, sent us a message today saying she listened to the Run Disney episode that we had. I didn't encourage her to sign up for a run Disney event. And um, I'm not sure if that's a good thing or, or not. I guess we'll find <laughs> out if she makes it through her race. And then uh, she she did the uh, the virtual three races with uh, the Lion King. So if she, she makes it through all three daughter. races. Yeah. She got her, and, her daughter uh, and
0: her signed up. And
1: I think she said her husband too and her sister-in-law. So Jody, who's one of our, our avid listeners. Um, yep. so once they're finished with that, I guess we'll find out if that was a good thing for her to listen to that episode or not, but she was very thankful of all the tips that we gave and, and Amy Cope who was on with this. Um, so again, Amy's Kathy, thank you for Cougar. that. Yes. Yep. and Thank you. Uh, Yeah. So Kathy, thank you for that. And guys, if you have any stories like that, that we've helped you with anything, we would love to hear feedback. Um, we would definitely send a shout out to you on the show. Um, but send us an email. All our contact details are available in the show description. Uh, you can now find us on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. Uh, we've always been on Twitter. We just haven't posted a whole lot on it, but now we've started to LinkedIn as well. Uh, we're, we're very into LinkedIn right now. Um, and then our Gears YouTube channel is, is slowly building. we got some more work to do on that. But uh, the Disney playlist on Spotify uh, and YouTube, you can check those out as well. So as always, we like to end our episodes with a quote. Um, this one was or is from Dolly Parton because I thought we were going to get to Nashville. Um, but it's, it's still a good quote. So Alan, you, you want to read it? It's Dolly Parton. Everything she says is like gold. She's amazing. I love. It's her. hilarious. And the quote is, if you don't like the road you're walking, start paving another one. And I, I can just picture Dolly's tone as she says that. Because yep. everything she says is just, it is, it's is—it's gold. She's hilarious. She's it's very a matter heartling. of
0: fact, but it's sincere.
1: Yeah. She has a heart of gold. Um, I think she needs to run for governor of Tennessee, but that's just my opinion. So She
0: is such a smart, smart lady too. That woman is yeah. sharp as a nail. I'm telling you, she's on it. Yep. Yep nobody takes so. advantage of dolly
1: no it's like nobody puts baby in a corner exactly <laughs> she's great i love her yeah all right guys well thank you for listening and uh, catch us next time thanks guys Bye. Bye.